Welcome to the Love Never Fails podcast. My name is Jeremy Squires, and I'm glad you decided to join me on this episode. Listen, there is a lot going on in our world today, and we have a lot of feeling and emotions about it. And I want to address some of that in the scripture so we can see what's really going on in this chaotic world. Let's have a word of prayer and let's get into the lesson. Heavenly Father, thank you for your mercy, your grace, your love, and your kindness. Thank you for this day that you have made and we rejoice and we're glad in it. God, in this time of the word, we pray you touch our hearts and our mind and open our understanding so we can see what's really going on and be better men and women of God in this day. In your name we pray, amen. With all that's going on in the world today and in our country, it is very hard as a black man and a Christian to sit quietly, to not be full of anger and rage as we see that after 400 years in this country, my life still doesn't matter. While other groups are looking for economic empowerment and education and various things, we as African-Americans are still trying to get you to see us as human. So it's very frustrating. It is hard as we see our Christian Caucasians begin to be able to turn the scene, to turn a blind eye to the cry of the, of the weak, to the cry of the oppressed, to the cry of the murder and, and the pillage. And so today, as we embark on this thing, I have to remind myself that although these things are going on, although these things are happening, and we see the oppression, we feel it in the natural that there is something more sinister happening behind the scenes. It is the enemy has waged war as he always has done. And we're not wrestling with flesh and blood. This war is not physical, even though we see the physical flesh, but it's something more greater behind the scenes that's try, trying to destroy the will of God in the earth. Amen. Now listen, this doesn't let anyone off the hook. It is your responsibility as a Christian to declare the word of God. It is your responsibility of the Christian to do justly, love mercy, and walk humbly before God. It is the, it's the, it's the job of the Christian to cry loud and spare not. It's the job of the Christian to help those that are oppressed. It is the job of the Christian to see his fellow man, human, down and out, needing help, and to extend his hand. Listen, in Luke, when Jesus tells the story of the Good Samaritan, he lets you know in that story, no matter what the occupation, no matter what the job is, no matter what the law is, you're supposed to see someone in need and go above and beyond to help them out. So listen, we're not letting anyone off the hook. It is your responsibility as a human to have compassion and grace on anyone. So when I say that we're wrestling out with flesh and blood, I don't want you to think that I'm saying someone is not responsible. I'm just talking today about the other war that is going on behind the scenes. Understand this. As in Isaiah 58, the Lord told the people, you don't suppose to be fasting and praying and crying out to me if you're not hearing the, the cries of the oppressed. If you're not lifting up the burdens of those that are lost, if you still are doing wicked and, and still oppressing people, you're not supposed to be praying and fasting and looking for results. So understand this, anybody that is a Christian and Caucasian Christians as well, if you can see our people suffering, 
and you can see our people oppressed, and you can see our people crying out for help, the Bible admonishes you not to be praying and fasting and looking for results without first dealing with that. But listen, also in Isaiah 61, it says this, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because the Lord hath anointed me to preach the good tidings unto the meek. He has sent me to bind up the broken heart, to bring liberty to the captives, and the opener of prisons to them that are bound, to proclaim the acceptability of the Lord in the day of vengeance of our God and comfort to all them that mourn. So that is our responsibilities, so no one is without off the hook. But as we deal with our human responsibility and our natural responsibility to love one another, to treat anyone right, we also got to understand that though we war after the flesh, walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. So let's look at the scripture very quickly. That's um, 2 Corinthians verses 10, 3 through 5. It says this, For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. So understand that this war that we're in seem to be in naturally and physically. We see flesh and blood. We see the oppressor. We see the oppression. We see the injustice. But we cannot get to fighting physically. We're going to get angry because you're supposed to be angry when things are going on. You're supposed to cry for justice. You're supposed to speak liberty and bring liberty that those are captive. And we never stop crying loud and spread out. But we can't let our anger make us fight and rage and see only the fleshly enemy and miss the, and miss the spiritual enemy that is on the other side. The, the real public master that is touching hearts and minds and making them do evil. Understand this. The scripture says in Ephesians 6 and 12, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Understand this. That it is sin and the power of Satan that is distorting a man so much that he will build a country off of oppression and wickedness and violence. It is sin that is distorted a man that he can look at another man, a black man, and, and a man of a different color, and a woman of a different color and gender, and look down on them and say they're not worthy of life. It is sin that is, distorts us because we're all created in the image of God. And sin distorts our mind, and sin distorts our behavior, and sin distorts our so much that we forget what the call really is. It is the enemy, guys. It is the enemy, the spirit of sin and rebellion that makes you drop bombs on other countries. It makes you say that I'm better than you. It makes you ignore the cries. Understand this. It is only sin that would allow you to rule and lord over someone and think you're superior. It is the sin that started the wickedness of this country. It is wickedness that made the laws. It calls us three-fifths of a man. It is wickedness that makes us have to fight for the right to vote. It is wickedness that has to makes us have to fight for education. It is wickedness of this system that makes us have to cry for those things. So the war, although we see a flesh person in front of us and we hear their voices and we see their doings we need to understand it is the enemy that has blinded them yes the enemy is even blinding our fellow Christ, Caucasian Christians 
if they do not hear the cry of the people. For John said this in 1 John 4 and 18. I'm sorry, 1 John 4 and 20. He said, if a man say I love God and hate his brother, he is a liar. He that loveth not his brother whom he had seen, how can he love God whom he has not seen? So the question is, how can you love God if you can see me and not see my humanity? That means you're blinded by sin. That means the God of this world has blinded your eyes if you cannot see my passion. But understand that we have to pray for our Caucasian brothers and sisters. We have to pray for us, for ourselves in our own minds that we don't get wrapped up in this physical flesh, that we don't get wrapped up in this physical realm and this natural realm and not see the sinister working of the enemy since he caused Adam to fall in sin in the garden, that he has been working a plan of wickedness and evil that has been destroying mankind from the beginning. And we continue to fight flesh and flesh. And we're going to fight for justice and believe for equality. But we can't let this only be a fleshly war and forget to bow our knees and ask God how to deal with this thing spiritually. To begin to ask God to remove the blinders from the heart and mind of our, of our fellow Christians that say they love God but ignore what's going on. We got to pray for God to give them stone, take away the stony hearts and give them hearts of flesh and give them the mind of Christ that they can see every human as the same. It is a spiritual blinding that has caused this error. Yes. The Bible says even the very elect can be deceived. So it's not anything blasphemous I'm saying that a Christian person that named the name of Christ can be deceived to be blinded because they have to be, you have to be blinded by this God of this world if you can't hear the suffering and the cry in the hearts of your people. But I encourage you, brothers and sisters, if you have a heart for the people, you have a heart for God, begin to pray for God to give you strength to stand, to give you strength to put on the armor of God, to give you strength to believe, to have the word of life and the word, the word of hopes. And when our brothers and sisters in Christ come in repentance, come asking for forgiveness, come asking for understanding, we won't have our hearts hardened, but we will welcome them with love and compassion. And as they repent from their deed, from repent from their ways, and show, and show works meaning repentance, we'll walk along with them. But don't get caught up in the flesh. Yes, we see flesh and blood, and that's who we want to lash out again against. But it is the enemy that has blinded and been working his tricks. He is the puppet master. He is the culprit behind all we see. Everything we see is the result of sin. And when sin is in the hearts and minds of men, all matter of evil can take place. Listen, this may have not been the most encouraging message that I've ever done, but I want you to know that God loves us all. He has a plans for his life and love never fails. If we were loving the way God said love, this would not be happening. For he said, if God so loved us, we ought to love everyone. We need to understand that the spirit of Antichrist is in the world. And it has been since the beginning. What did Christ do? He loved. He forgave. He had compassion. He had mercy. He had empathy. He sacrificed. He humbled himself. But the spirit of Antichrist is arrogant. It's boastful. It has no mercy. It has no 
grace. It has no love. It has no sacrifice. And that is the spirit that is in this world that we're wrestling with. So I pray for us today that we can take these words, look upon ourselves, and we can find the love of Christ. We can find the joy of Christ. We can be strengthened in our heart and encouraged despite of what we see, that God and love never fails. If we keep loving, if we keep praying, if we keep showing compassion, if we keep doing justice, love, and mercy, God will get the final say. God is the unrighteous to forget our labor of love. He's working out things on our behalf. He said he will perfect everything that concerns us. But he's gave us a commandment. He said, a new command I give it to you, to love one another as you have loved us. So we got to keep loving no matter how frustrating it is, no matter how our neighbors and our coworkers and the people we see, their behavior may be frustrating because they don't seem to care. They don't seem to love like they should and they name the name of Christ. But we're going to pray and understand that we, we're wrestling against something greater. We got to pray for God to open their eyes and their hearts to really see us here. It seemed like it should be easy to do, but evidently they have been blinded. But there is light for them, just like there's light for us. So I hope today that you will take this world and take your eyes off the flesh and blood and see what's really going on and no longer wrestle with flesh, but walk in the power of God and call out against those principalities and wickedness in high places. For the Bible said, Jesus destroyed principalities and made an open show. And we have to believe that and be encouraged that no matter what's going on, we're going to trust God because we know he sees. He's still on the throne. He is not forgotten. He heard our cry. And we're going to keep our part to do justly, love mercy, and walk humbly before him and to love one another as he has loved us. My time is up and I truly thank you for yours. And remember, love never fails.